Hello and welcome to my podcast, Mind Your Mindset, with me, Sam Hafford, a podcast about creating a mindset for ourselves, which allows us to live the life we want to live and be the person we want to be. Uh, So today's episode, I'm talking about something that I think every person on the planet should take the time to do, which is to find out what your values are, an absolutely crucial aspect of developing a more positive mindset in life. And for anyone who doesn't already know, your values are like the codes that you live your life by, you know, those ideals that you hold dear and make up who you are. You know, that could be anything from kindness to ambition, from honesty to intelligence, from power to empathy, you know, things that go beyond your base interests, beyond your outer layer. They're they're the things that make up the inner layers, the real core of who you are. And they dictate how you respond to the world around you. You know, two people can have the same interests. They both like football, dancing, board games, but they can be still be vastly different people. And that would be because their values, the, the things that make them fundamentally who they are, are completely different. And I'm sure a lot of you and a lot of us have been there. I know I have. You meet someone, they're interested in exactly the same things as you. Maybe you even find the same things funny. But then as you spend more time with them and get to know them in a deeper way, you know, you, you get to know their values. You realise that actually, despite those interests, you're vastly different people with different goals and different views on life. And that's neither a good nor a bad thing. It's just a fact of life. You know, people's varied experiences of life shape and form what their values are and where they want to go themselves. So sort of why do I feel so strongly that every person on the planet should take the time to figure out what their values are? Well, unless you know what your values are, you I just don't think you know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, you don't know what you want from life. And it's then at that point that you find yourself in relationships that aren't right for you or a job that doesn't suit you or in friendships that don't fulfill you and ultimately on a life path that just isn't you. And if you do nothing about it, trust me, life will do it for you with a hard, sudden kick up the ass, which is so much more painful. And for me, it came in the form of all of a sudden having regular panic attacks, having never had them before. And I imagine some of this, and I'm, well, I'm sure some of this resonates probably quite awkwardly with some of you and quite um, maybe hits you sort of quite deeply. And it certainly did with me when I first started looking at the idea of values. You know, as I've said many times before, it comes back to being able to have an honest, open communication with yourself to sort of hold up that mirror and say to yourself, well, who who am I? And from my experience, finding out what your values are before the age of kind of about 25 is, is actually quite difficult or certainly can be quite difficult. And that's, you know, that's not me trying to sound old and wise. You know, you young ends have no idea of what life is really like. Just you wait. As I'm only 28 myself. And also, more importantly, I have no right to assume anything about your experience of life. We've all got to where we are in a unique way. The reason that I say it's so difficult, though, is sort of by and large, most people haven't really experienced enough of life to uh, to sort of really understand what it is that they hold dear to them. You know, it's often when times are at their most challenging in our lives and that we really understand who we are and what we believe to be important. And, you know, sometimes not even then, because remember, honest communication can be tough. You know, logically, the older we get, the more of the highs and lows of life we experience, um, the more we understand who we are. So if you've not been in a serious relationship that's ended or if you've not been in a career that you don't enjoy or you know if you've not suffered loss, heartbreak, stress, anxiety, you're unlikely to have ever probably felt the need to reevaluate or even evaluate who you are. 
but it will happen to every one of us. You know, what goes up must come down and what goes down must go up. So discovering our values sooner rather than later is so massively important. I really fundamentally believe that. And I've seen it with many of the people in my own life. You know, the amount of friends, for example, who have the same career or the same relationship before the age of 25 to now as they come up to 30 is so ridiculously low. You know, without exception, that's because as they've got older and experienced more of life, they've begun to understand more what their values are and realise that, you know, the place they were in life, what they thought they wanted, where they thought they wanted to be, isn't actually, in fact, what they have now or what they want now or where they are now. And maybe being totally honest, it's it's not hard to sense the dissatisfaction in people who are still living by a set of values that aren't their own. And while I totally get it, you know, making changes to your life, particularly drastic ones, is really tough. Humans are creatures of habit, after all. You do radiate the energy out. You radiate out that energy you're feeling inside. So if you're not happy, people will sense it, whether you tell them or not. And I've spoken about my own experience of this before, so I won't go into too much detail now. But this is exactly what happened to me. You know, my teens and early 20s were spent building a life based on the values I thought I had, which as I'd never really thought about what those values were, they were, they were actually kind of my, more my parents' values. And which, by the way, there's nothing wrong with those values at all, but they weren't my values, certainly not all of them. So I spent those years building a life based on the values of stability, security, you know, prudence, work, emotional sort of maybe aloofness in a sense, um, the importance of having a romantic relationship in your life. Uh, but because those weren't my values, and again, I must reiterate, there's nothing wrong with those values. They're all good values if they're your values. Um, but because they weren't my own values, I reached a point where I wasn't happy with where I was in life, even if I didn't realise it for quite a long time. You know, like I said, it took over a year of panic attacks, the end of the relationship I was in, you know, dissatisfaction with where I was working for me to actually think, hold on, something's not quite right here. You know, I was having a physical reaction to a life built on unstable foundations, built on values that weren't completely true to who I was and what my real values were. You know, it took a bit of a bit of a, took this kind of beating from the universe, from different areas of my life for me to go to a professional and ask, well, why am I feeling like this? You know, doctors have told me I'm physically fit as a fiddle. So why several times a week do I feel like I'm having a heart attack? Why are the smallest things at work pissing me off so much when they never used to why am I feeling this disconnect in my relationship when we get on so so well we did we get on we got on so well and the first thing he asked me was well what are your values and I was like well my what you know and he said your values well at this point I had no idea what he was talking about you know 25 26 years old at the time an educator and I barely understood what he meant by the word so he gave me a massive list of words and said, pick out 10 words that particularly resonate with you as you read them. So I did. And but what was weird was at the time, what was weird at the time was I was picking out words like honesty, openness, curiosity, growth, very different to the values of security, prudence and housewife kids that I'd spent my life living towards up to that point. You know, and I should say some of those values were still there. Reliability and kindness are values I very much hold from my parents. You know, naturally, as obviously your parents are with, you know, without a doubt, the biggest influence influences on your life. So, of course, it's highly likely that you'll hold some of the same values. But what became really apparent was I was obviously not living my life according to my own values. And my mind and body had been desperately trying to tell me that for a, a while now. And, and I, I want to say... I will kind of want to save values in a relationship specifically to another episode as it's such a big topic in of itself. 
So I won't too, talk too much about it now. Um, but the fact me and my girlfriend of the time hadn't talked about our values, you know, of course we hadn't. I was a terrible communicator, not willing to talk about any concerns we had. And that obviously caused issues. You know, we weren't singing from the same hymn sheet. But as I hadn't thought about my values, I wasn't really willing to address it. And ultimately, as it turned out, while our values were pretty aligned, they weren't completely. They weren't completely. And as painful as it was for a long time, the end of that relationship was really best for both of us as it allowed us both to live more according to our own values and ultimately actually have a stronger connection between us as a result. And you know what? Once I was living my life by my own values, the long term difference was absolutely phenomenal. You know, I was happier, no anxiety or panic attacks. I left my job as I realized the values there just didn't align to my own. And I started doing things in my life I enjoyed rather than things I felt I should be doing. You know, it wasn't instant, you know, such a massive shift took time to adjust to. But the more I lived according to my own code of values, the more I enjoyed what life had to offer and the more opportunities and the, the more opportunities the universe has presented to me. And I do feel now, now that when I talk about the universe, I should clarify that as as at heart, I am a bit of a rationalist, pragmatist, you know, probably a bit of a skeptic as well. And so what I mean when I talk about the universe presenting more opportunities to you when you find your sort of core set of values, what I really mean is that once you live life according to your own values, you approach life as the most authentic version of yourself. You know, you create your own opportunities that previously you weren't able to see as you were kind of facing the wrong direction. You know, now that you're directing your energy towards what's actually important to you, it often feels like opportunities spring up from nowhere. Your universe presents them to you. But really, in reality, I believe that you're just more open to opportunities that were always there. So it should also reassure you that if even a skeptic like me has experienced this, there hopefully surely must be some nugget of truth to it. And it's also important to note that your values can shift over time. You know, personally, I do believe that, you know, once you reach kind of your mid 20s or so, your values are fairly set. But over time, they can shift a bit. You know, for example, the value of family may become much more prominent when you begin your own. But by and large, that inner core that makes you you will stay largely the same, which is why it's so important to discover those values as soon as you can. And, you know, presumably you're here because you want to know how to go about discovering your values and so live the life you want to lead. And if you're still here at this point in the podcast, then some of this must have resonated with you. I, you know, I hope. So I'll finish with how to go about finding your set of values, finding out what those values really are. And there are many different ways and I'm not going to go into every way, but I thought I'd share a simple way that really helped me and one that I've shared with other people for that reason. You know, as a pragmatist, I love a short, simple explanation of how to do something. And for me, it really is as simple as Googling a values list, clicking on a website that has a big old list of values, you know, things like kindness, power, wealth, empathy, reliability, and write down any words that particularly resonate with you. You know, words that when you hear them, you think, yeah, that, that's important to me. Do be wary of saying, yes, that's what I look for in someone else. As while that is kind of relevant to values, it's a slightly different thing. And ultimately, this is about having an honest and open conversation with yourself about what's important to you and to you alone. And so once you have that list of words, look at it again and narrow it down to the sort of five to ten words that really do speak to you and sum up what's important to you. And I say five to ten as sort of less than five and probably that won't fully describe who you are. And more than ten means that maybe you haven't actually thought deeply enough about the values that are truly, truly, truly important to you. 
And then the next thing to do is to look at those words and think, well, what changes can I make in my life to live more by those values? As we should always be trying to be as close to our authentic selves as possible. And that could be small changes in your life, such as, you know, I'm going to be more honest with people and how I feel, or I'm going to make sure I turn up to these events on time. But it could be massive changes such as, you know, this relationship isn't fulfilling me the way it should or these this job isn't giving me the satisfaction I need. You know, you have to make your own evaluations for yourself. But ultimately, the more honest you are with yourself, the more apparent it will be the changes that you need to make in your life, you know, to live by your values and grow that positive mindset. And it might be painful, but I promise you the short term pain will definitely guarantee will result in long term gain. Now, you may be looking at that list of words and think, yep, you know, those are my values. That sums up what I think is important for me to live the life I want to lead. But there are a few things to be wary of. You know, firstly, don't pick ones that just sound good on paper. And what I mean by that is just because you think people expect you to put empathy, that's what you should do. Now, it doesn't mean by not putting empathy, it doesn't mean you're not an empathetic person. It just means that your life doesn't revolve around always thinking empathetically. You know, if you're not a career driven person, why write down ambition as a value? Choosing values that ultimately, you know, you don't believe in is it's just so counterproductive. You know, if we do that, we're not communicating honestly with ourselves. We're not being authentic and so won't create those opportunities in life that we're after. And lastly, once you've got your set of values, just try living your life maybe more aligned to them for a couple of weeks. If after doing this, something doesn't feel quite right, come back to that list, have another look. Maybe you need to adjust some of them. It took me a few goes to really nail down what my values are. You know, so don't be afraid to reassess every so often. And most importantly, at all times, be as honest with yourself as you possibly can. You know, living by your true set of values only serves to grow that positive mindset. You know, the more you're the real you, the better you feel. It really, it's as simple as that. And so to leave you with a quote from the late, great Elvis Presley that resonated with me today, values are like fingerprints. Nobody's are the same, but you leave them all over everything you do. Thanks for listening to the Mind Your Mindset podcast with me, Sam Hafford, and see you in the next episode. (laughs) 